There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Springleaf, the only podcast where a real-life undercover cop shares his wire recordings with the public. This episode sees me wrestling with some workplace and friendship issues, so I've brought in the agony aunt of the comedy world, Catherine Ryan. Thank you, Pat. Can't wait to dive into all your juicy dilemmas and judge you for how you handled them. Me neither. You're my favourite comedian, Catherine Ryan. Oh, who do we have here, listeners? That's right, it's the voice of my producer, Adams. Oh, 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 didn't she quit at the end of the previous episode? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it turns out Tom Allen's Trisha has run into some copyright issues, so here I am. Want to thank me for taking you back? Catherine, you're such an inspiration. You remind me a lot of myself. So am I an inspiration or do I remind you of yourself? One can't be both. Mm, Great question. You're the inspiration to other people that I would be if I were famous. No higher compliment. Now, at the end of the previous episode, my best friend in all of Undercover Coppin, Clark, had been kidnapped by my very own SW6 gang. To make matters worse, the person who kidnapped him was Angela. My very own chief of police. Well, sometimes if we truly want to help our friends, we have to make some tough calls and do some things that might appear cruel, like kidnapping. Well, glad you agree with what I would have said, Catherine. We're so wise. You certainly are, Adams. But let's see if Clark, who was locked in the depths of SW6HQ, shares your sentiments. Clark! It's me, Pat. I bought you a fruit winder to keep your energy levels up. Pat! Thank God. I thought I'd never get out of here. I was thinking you could eat half now and I could wind the other half around the stab wound on your leg. Genius. Untie me and let's go. We don't have much time. Okay. I see where you're coming from, but maybe we should put those horses on hold. Beg pardon? I need to keep on Lawrence's good side and freeing you is going to make me look suspicious. <laughs> yeah, uh, great joke, funny man. <laughs> uh, untie me. I'll knock you unconscious, then I'll escape using your gun. Or I tip off your pals the SW5 gang and they'll come and get you for me. You do realise I'm only in this mess because you brought me in on that stupid writing job? Not my fault you didn't wear a disguise. Oh, you know what you should have done? Stuck the fruit wine into your face and improvise a moustache. Or perhaps a unibrow, that'd be good. I didn't have the winder back then. It literally entered my life when you came in here two seconds ago. Now untie me! I badly need to visit A&E! Jeez! What does A&E stand for? Angry and impatient? Pat! My own police chief has turned on me. I know you know what that's like. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This isn't like Operation Pot Roast. Those levels of corruption were... (laughs) Hey, nice try, buddy. You nearly had me spinning my beans for a second there. I'm facing death here. Tell me about your stupid confidential case. (laughs) No time. I told the gang I was only popping in to bop you on the nose and call you a wanker. I can quickly roll the winder into a ball, though, and push it into your mouth. (sighs) This is the least dignified day of my adult life. Open sesame. (laughs) 
Oh my, that is grotesque. Don't worry, buddy. I'll have someone else besides me break you out of here in no time. And then I said, oh, I believe you, but my Tommy gun don't. That Tommy gun of yours, it never believes anyone. Oh, another great yarn, Angela. You're like Russell Howard, if Russell Howard was a cold-blooded serial murderer. Newsflash, Russell Howard is a cold-blooded serial murderer. He slays arenas full of fans night after night. Spring nuts, quick PFO, and I think you know what's coming. The ham's got a scram. Kapoosh. Who's the ham? Reg. Angela, obviously. Why would Reg be the ham? I saw him punch a ham once. Oh, yeah. I've seen him do that. It's actually impressive. Shame Angela has to scram. I love Angela. She's like a fun auntie who's going through some stuff. Sure, but if I hear another story about her Tommy gun not believing someone, I'll puke my eardrums out of my anus. And I don't want to do that. Also, it must be impractical for you having the chief of police buzzing around. Nah, it's mainly the stories. Plus, she used my electric toothbrush charger to juice a lime this morning. For her breakfast pork steaks? Both of which got punched by Reg, FYI. So I was like, oh, sounds legit to me. But you know who doubts the legitimacy of your story? Oh, don't you dare. My Tommy gun, baby! (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe you let me initiate her. We get rid tomorrow. I didn't let you initiate her. The ham's got a scram, we get rid tomorrow. Hey, which one of you swiped my fruit winder? I was going to use that as a disguise. A lot for you to digest there, Catherine. Not as much as Clark had to digest. Speaking of which, how could Detective Burbridge have behaved better in that scenario? The gentleman who'd been stabbed in the leg and tied to a chair? How could he have behaved better? And how do you deal with online hate? Does it come naturally to deflect the trolls with humour, or was it something you had to work on? Oh, good question. Comedians get a lot of hate. Speaking from experience. Also, police officers get a lot of hate. Drug dealers get a lot of hate. Podcast hosts get a lot of hate. I'm more interested in the situation with this Donna character. Did the two of you used to date or what? Oh, no, no, no. We were only ever partners in crime, never in sex. It's not healthy to work with someone you're intimate with. Your ex-wife became your comedy agent. Only because I was hoping she'd get back with me. Smart move. I once advised a guy to employ his ex-fiance as his golf caddy, and now they kiss all the time. Speaking of the ex-wife, guess who soon showed up to see me at a new material night, of all things. The political humour of Nish Kumar there. Let's hear it. That was uh, provocative, right? Well done, Nish. Love the new bit you did about the G8 summit. Ha! Forgot it as soon as I said it, brother. Let's get blazed. So, Sita, come to check out my new jokes? Or maybe you want to give our marriage another try? No. Evelyn has her first TV spot tomorrow. She's trying out new stuff, which I told her was a risk, but that woman is dangerous with a capital D. And also a capital A. N. G. E. R. Capital O. U. S. Caps lock. Congrats on Serpico, Sita. That Millican rescue vid is everywhere. I only wish I'd been there to witness it. You were there, Nish. You're literally in the background of the video laughing inappropriately. 
Okay, it's time for your next act. She's hilarious with a capital H I L. Don't spell the whole word. It's Evelyn Moore. Thanks, everybody. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Evelyn Mock, and I am an undercover cop. Hang on. Oh, that can't be right. Evelyn's not an undercover cop. No, I think she just coincidentally has the same material as you. Seether, Evelyn's clearly stolen James's stuff. You've got to stomp this out. But I'm super busy with Serpico right now. We just signed a ringtone deal, and he's in the studio as we speak, having his barks auto-tuned. How does one pre-order a ringtone? And then police chief Angela was like, I miss the undercover love. I can't go on tonight. The audience have heard all my jokes. I thought you were trying out new stuff. Oh, that was a lie. My writing partner's currently tied to a chair. I got nothing. Nish, you'll have to close the show for me. Chuck this old hound some resin and you got a deal, baby. I think it's time you change your shtick anyway. Why not talk about times you've won arguments on social media? Oh, audiences love that. Tempting, but I've decided to do a Frankie Boyle and run away home. Sita, if you ever love me, you'll stomp this out. Not a normal way to speak to your agent, but fine. And then Lawrence was like, We're pivoting into the heist game, motherfuckers! (laughs) (laughs) It's a great bit! Fresh and original. In over a decade of undercover copping, the most abhorrent crime I've ever witnessed is material theft. Catherine, your thoughts? Oh, I steal routines all the time, especially from lesser-known comics who haven't been on TV. Ever heard of Darlene O'Donelson? No. Exactly. Brutal. Love the jungle. When the lioness is hungry, she eats. Maybe I need to act more like a lioness. Or a tigress. Or whatever the name for a female panther is. Oh, seriously, you can't figure that out. Lioness, tigress. Pamphalina. In the meantime, let's return to the HQ, where the ham has got a scram. <gasps> I finally got it. We out Angela as an undercover cop, mission scrumplished. Not fully scrumplished. Why they want to know how we know? Relax, spring rolls. Remember how we got Peppermint Charlie fired back in the day? Okay. So Peppermint Charlie was the floor manager at Boogaloo Fun Palace, an arcade Donna and I were trying to shake down back in our con days. And we needed Peppermint Charlie out of the picture. So you got him fired? I love that. We already knew he'd been tampering with the little horse racing game, fixing the races with magnets so four out of five horses went the wrong way while the red and white jockey galloped to victory. Piece of shit. All we had to do was walk round the arcade, loudly speculating that all was not as it seemed with the little horse racing game. Ah, oh, people overhear it. The rumour spreads naturally. No way to trace it back to you. Before we knew it, Charlie got rumbled and we were free to hustle people on the dance mats again. By pretending to be bad dancers when you weren't. Precisely. Those are some crazy days, Catherine. Fast forward to 2013 and Donna's asking me to pull this trick anew. Only this time... My beloved Angela is in the crosshairs. But that's not who I am anymore, Donna. I can't dance the way we used to. Just follow my lead, Tony Beak. You'll be rocking the Charleston in no time. So, I'm pressing his head onto this barbecue. He's begging me to stop. Absolutely hates it. James, do things feel weird around here lately? Like, maybe something's changed? Yeah, Um, I mean, not all change is bad, though, Donna. In fact, it's often something that should be embraced and viewed as an opportunity. What? Nothing. Shut up, Huey. All your stories suck. Rude? 
What in tarnation was that? Sorry, I, I'm worried Angela might get biffed up. Just respond like a normal person. Let's go. Trousers up and chucks away. So, I'm using a dead body as a shield, but I've made the regrettable decision of going face to face with the cadaver. James, I've been sensing one of us may not be what they seem. Know what I mean? Oh, sorry, Donna. Uh, uh, oh, you worded it differently to last time. Uh, I had a line prepped for do things feel weird around here, which I've now also forgotten. Cause you, uh, sorry, you threw me with one of us may not be what they seem. What are you on about? Holy Moses. You're freezing up out there. We need the gang to join the dots. But you keep putting your dot so far away from my dot that the picture could be anything in the whole wide world. Move the dots closer. Got it. Sorry, Donna. Don't be sorry. Be better. And that is the only time I've ever done someone in with a nail clipper. Oh, tell a lie. James, you know what I've been thinking. That one of us is an undercover cop. What? Well, the dots are too close. Bye, everyone. Enjoy your game of Monopoly deal. Will do. Now, this action card says, it's my birthday. I retract my previous comments. That woman has never been and will never be intimate with you. In my defense, I had a lot on my plate that day. Right. You were going to ask the SW5 gang to free your friend because you're a coward. <gasps> You'll love the SW5 leader, Catherine. Her name's Janet. She's an independent woman, just like you and me. Ooh, running her own business and taking names. You know it. She's a girl boss. Love that. Get it, girl. <laughs> yes, queen. We got ourselves a she-e-o. Adams, you don't run your own business. I'll break your face, simple as. I knew Janet would be a tough cookie to crack like a biscotti. So I headed to her favourite cafe, hoping for the best. Drinking an espresso, eh? Uh, don't you just hate it when people pronounce it espresso? Don't try your material out on me, comedian. This is SW5 turf and we don't tolerate weak observations here. Fair enough. Cougar is tied up at SW6HQ and I'd love for you to come and rescue him. <sighs> Park it. Seriously, what do you think of that espresso bit? Be honest. Do I have dipshit dick brains written across my forehead? Pardon me? Let me guess. We show up to rescue Cougar, then you shit sticks jump out of the bushes and swish cheese a lot of us. Am I cold or am I very fucking boiling? It's rather untrusting. Maybe we're just finding having a prisoner a bit of a handful. And maybe I'll feed you through a paper shredder pubes first. Maybe that. Are you angry with me? Put it this way. If I'd ordered a bigger drink, I'd have chucked it in your face by now and smashed the mug over your head. Well, I'll just have to count myself lucky you got an express... Shut your face! Oh, that actually did hurt. Now, can you get me that dog's autograph? Who, Serpico? The one you chuck about in the Millicom video. I'm his number one fan. I love brave dogs. I've hardly seen him since he blew up. He's cutting the ribbon at a tanning salon today. He's in demand, Janet. So you're saying no to me? On the day of my daughter's wedding. If it's your daughter's wedding, how come you're sitting in a cafe? It's a sore subject! Threw my own drink at me that time. Massive hot chocolate. Absolutely killed. I'd like to make an announcement. Hi, uh, yeah, inspired by Catherine, I've decided to take control of my life and start my own audio business. I'm going to be my own boss, so you can suck a fat one, Springleaf. Well, I'm going to assume a fat one is a fruit pastel lolly and say thank you very much. I've been thinking about this whole joke theft situation. Crime of the century, what do you got? Well, I definitely think you were right to have your agent speak to Evelyn. Crucially, without you being present, that would have exacerbated things. 
Why are you changing the tape? You had a different tape queued up. Why are you skipping it? No skips. No skips, you promised. And you promised not to start your own business. No, I didn't. That's true, you didn't. Catherine, do you need anything recorded? I've got my own business now. Depends. Can you sneak into comedy clubs and secretly tape newer comedian sets for me? In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. First off, how about this? Evelyn can use James's material as long as James can use Evelyn's material in return. No way! My material speaks the truth, and his is a bunch of lies. Lies belong to everyone. The truth is sacred. Wouldn't want your material anyway, Evelyn. I saw how it went down when you did warm-up for Tom Allen. Exactly. My material's clearly too smart for TV audiences. So just let me use your shitty routines. <sighs> okay, listen. If you can't reach a compromise, then I'll be forced to pull Evelyn from the show and replace her with Serpico. Oh. Did anyone else think Sita was going to say me just then, or am I, am I being arrogant? <laughs> ah, Serpy, right on time. How's your stand-up bag coming along? <laughs> hey, Serpico, congrats, man. Not a lot of dogs manage to crack stand-up comedy. Also, can I get your autograph for a friend? It's the day of her daughter's wedding. <laughs> so, are we all singing from the same hymn sheet here? <laughs> Actually, I'd prefer it if Evelyn got her own hymn sheet, right, Evelyn? Oh, well, personally... I could give a flying fuck into a rolling donut what hymn sheet we're singing from, you freaking jerk! Getting me replaced by a dog with no open mic experience? If you were a true student of comedy, you know there is a tradition in stand-up. The more badass the comedian, the more material they steal for their TV appearances! My name is Catherine Ryan, and I endorse this message. But now you've burnt years of tradition to the ground along with my career. I hope you rot in hell, Acaster. And not the cool part of hell where all my heroes live. Oh, hey, Serpico. Nice town, buddy. (laughs) What's this? Best wishes, Serpico. Lick, lick, lick. Oh, and you wrote it on a photo of yourself dressed as Captain Sullenberger. Well, sorry. Every agency has a big dog, and in this agency, the big dog is a small dog, and the big small dog gets the professional photo shoot. So just deal with it. Sorry, I I thought the photo would be an issue for some reason. I've been building it up in my head all day. Yeah, anticipating an argument so you felt like you were on the back foot from the word go? I get that. I thought Evelyn was going to lose her temper with me earlier, but in the end, nothing to worry about. She literally did lose her temper with you. She stormed out less than a minute ago. Oh, yeah. Well, then I guess I know how she feels since my own ex-wife favours a dog over her once lover. 
I see why you wanted to skip that. Yeah, well, the important thing is, I got the autograph. And you sent it to Janet's cafe with the SW6 address written on the back. I don't think giving a rival gang the address of your secret HQ is the best thing you could have done. Surely that could lead to countless... Why are you switching the tape again? Pat! Fine, crikey Moses, you two are like hawks. And once I've intercepted the call, you disguise yourselves as a SWAT team, storm the vault, and walk out the casino with the money. Yes, Pat? If this plan were a film, which one of us would be Brad Pitt? Second question, can it be me? Go, go, go! Hand our boy over, Lawrence, or we'll burn the shitbox to the ground with all of you turds trapped inside. Get your gang out of my HQ, Janet, you bastard. How the friggin' fuck did you even find this place? Yeah, cos it ain't on Google Maps, you cow. Great quip, Angela. Cheers. Where's Cougar, you old dick rag? If he's dead, then you'll all be joining him in hell, or at best, purgatory, then eventually hell. Huey, bring the SW5 wanker out here. Let the twit see the twat. Yes, boss. Yeah, let the duck see the dick. Exceptional stuff. Just quickly, never show your dick to a duck. Thanks for waiting, everyone. They'll be right out with Cougar in a minute. Just... Make yourselves at home. Oh, pretty sweet schematics on the chalkboard. Your stickman looks just like you, Lawrence. Told you, boss. Donna has a real knack for stickmen. Aw, thank you. Would you stop? Me head looks massive compared to the rest of me. Yeah, and you should never make someone body conscious before a heist. A heist? Oh, I love that. Used to pull them all the time before I got into dealing drugs and drinking espressos. Mm. Get your stinking hands off me, you SW6 cuck! Hey, looky here, Cougar. Your gang has come to rescue you. Just goes to show you can always rely on your friends. There you go, Janet. He's as ugly as when you last saw him. You happy? I'll be happy when he's back home wrapped in a blanket with a warm mug of condensed milk. (laughs) We both know that's not happening, Treagle. Come again, golden syrup. You heard the boss. Now you and the rest of these doggies can piss off to the park and sniff each other's assholes. Maybe shag a stranger's leg if you feel like treating yourself. Lawrence, if Cougar doesn't leave this HQ today, no one does. And as for you, if you want to offend me, don't compare me to a dog. My favourite celebrity's a dog, and he thinks I'm portastic. I had him at that. Knew it'd mean a lot. Portastic, More like poor bollocks. Hey, 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 simmer down. Lawrence, surely there are other options here, mate. Other options? Yeah, like, why do we have to be enemies all the time? Janet's got heist experience, maybe we can link up. How are we meant to finish this shootout if we all pull a heist together? Everyone can make a note of where they're standing, and then we resume the shootout at a later date. I'm between the fire extinguisher and the air hockey table, if that helps. Hey, what about the weapons? I don't want anyone upgrading between now and the resume shootout. I don't mind writing down who had what. I've got a gun. I'm wearing a donkey jacket over a mustard turtleneck with stonewashed denim jeans. If we're doing the same outfits, then someone should start a spreadsheet. Cindy's good with spreadsheets. Get on it, babe. Lawrence, this could be like when all the Power Rangers combine to make a massive Power Ranger, except it's loads of gangsters combining to make one massive gangster. The SW11 gang. Five plus six. You're on board with this, Donna? Think we need extra muscle for the heist? Big time. When it comes to muscle, we look like Kumail Nanjiani right now. Quick reminder, this was in 2013, before Kumail got really muscly. 
Okay, okay, before we even think about doing this, something needs addressing. I, I don't know where it's come from, but I've been getting a feeling lately. One that I can't shift. I think that we've got a rat in our midst. I can barely bring myself to say it, but I'm sensing an undercover cop. <gasps> Who? Say the word in there, cheese on toast. I've only had the feeling these last couple of days, ever since the practice heist. It sounds absolutely bananas, but it all points to one person. Cougar. What? Yeah, I think Cougar might be an undercover cop. He's got a copy sort of vibe. Yeah, we've been suspecting Cougar for some time. We only wanted to get him back from you so we could question him ourselves. I'll be Janie Mack. I was about to say you, Angela. This makes much more sense. Yeah, what Angela's saying cements our theory. Maybe even confirms it. Confirms is a strong word. Cements is even stronger. Fuck off, Pat. Well, how's this for a stronger word? Lock him up, Huey! <laughs> back in the stinky room, Cougar. Quick march! No! Please! What the heck? What the actual heck, Angela? Oh, I hate it there. Don't take me back. No! Three cheers for the SW11 gang. Hip, hip! Never before have I had a situation go so well, then so badly, then so well again, then even worse, so quickly. As an agony aunt, I don't even know where to begin. Why did Donna agree to uniting the gangs? Well, the way Donna saw it, double the gangs means double the bounty. Now she had two HQs to rob during the heist. Angela had to save her own skin. I get that. Very cool. Oh, what happened with Evelyn Mock? She get replaced by the dog? No, she did the TV gig in the end. Thanks to me and my brilliant brain. I can't believe you're about to turn this into a positive. I didn't want Evelyn stealing my material. But then I remembered something Nish said at a recent gig. Well done, Nish. Love the new bit you did about the G8 Summit. Forgot it as soon as I said it, brother. Let's get blazed. All of Nish's material is excellent, but he has no memory of doing it due to having a drug-addled mind. So you convinced her to steal Nish's jokes instead. (gasps) He'll be upset if he hears this episode. Don't even think about changing that tape, mate. I had to source the audio from the TV show itself. What was the show? Just some Amazon show, I think. What Amazon show? Backstage with Catherine Ryan. Well, I guess that's what I get for not watching any of the acts. Yeah, Evelyn said she didn't see you all day. If you were overseeing 15 comedy projects at any one time while prepping your family for the forthcoming apocalypse, no one would ever see you either. FYI, it was embarrassingly easy for me to obtain this audio. Flashed fake ID to some sleepy bloke. I genuinely think I use a spaghetti house loyalty card. Fucking Kevin, man. Opposite of a girl boss. A male employee. I'll play the set in a second, but first, a big thank you to Catherine Ryan. And tune in next time to see how the SW11 gang get on with one another. Ta-ra. Ta-ra? I'm trying it out. I need a cool sign-off. No one else is doing ta right now. Nana's say ta Pat. Come on. Let's keep this party rolling. This next act is hilarious and is sure to be a household name in no time. Please give it up for another comedian. Thank you, Laugh Out London. My name is Evelyn Mock, and I am a British Asian gentleman. That's right, and it's a good time to be a British Asian gentleman right now. It's a pretty sweet time. Pretty good time. I really do believe right now there is nothing I can't do that a white person can. I really believe that. There's nothing I can't do that a white person can do. I really believe... You know what? There is one thing 
I can't do that a white person can do. And uh, that's play pranks at an international airport. Because uh, I don't care what you say, but that fun is not open to you if you have the voice of Downton Abbey, but the face of Homeland. Okay. Uh, my white friends are always like, Mish, let's have some banter with the customs officials. And I'm like, no, thank you. The only prank I'm playing is uh, let's not get fingered. <laughs> Because uh, I walk into the airport, my bag in one hand, my shoes in the other, and a t-shirt that says, I heart the West, going up to random white people being like, you know what sucks? Jihad. <laughs> so sucks. <laughs> Springleaf was written by and starred James Acaster. It featured the voices of Chloe Petz, Donald Gleason, Evelyn Mock, Finn Wolfhard, Freya Parker, Jack Diaz, Kath Hughes, Kima Bob, Natalie Cassidy, Nathaniel Metcalf, Nish Kumar, Pat Cahill, Phil Wang, Sharon D. Clark, and Sindhu V. And our studio guest was Catherine Ryan. Extra jokes were by Alison Spittle, Celia A.B., Ken Cheng, Matthew Crosby, Rose Johnson, and Tucson Douglas. Massive thanks to everyone who backed the Kickstarter, including executive producers Brian F. Ottin, Heather Peteroy, Janine Giswaldo, Mel Stacey, and Stephen Bailey. And also to Acast for having us as part of the Acast Creator Network. Original music is by Namdi, and sound design is by Charlie Brandon King. The assistant producers were Katie Sayer and Michaela Carmichael. The producer was Lindsay Fenner, and Springleaf is a Mighty Bunny production. Mm-hmm.